Hello, welcome to another episode of Kingdom Concepts. We're just so blessed to have you with us today. Uh, we've been covering some pretty amazing subject matter, and today we're going to be talking about servanthood. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get born again, immediately, you know, we go from living for ourselves for living for the Lord, you know, as a servant. And, you know, I feel like this right here is, is such an important thing because when you understand that your life is not your own, Amen. That that it's been bought, the Bible says, for a precious price. With the blood of Christ, it says that he purchased the church. You know, it should be in us, amen, to want to do everything that we can mm-hmm. to serve him. Yeah. And even Jesus Christ himself said, you know, I didn't come to be served. He said, I came to serve. He, he gave us that leadership by example. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, servanthood, uh, it's kind of a big word, you know. So what is it to serve? And to me, honestly, to serve is to put others before me, to put others' needs, desires, their wants, even their emotions before mine. And um, we we never quit serving. And that, to me, that's what being a, a true servant is, is to make sure that when I'm around people, what they need is more important. And if I always have that kind of attitude, I'm always walking in being a servant. And if I'm always walking in being a servant to others, I'm living the example that God gave to us. Yeah, and it's so vital. I mean, when we first got born again, I mean, we got involved immediately. 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 We were born again, and I mean, three weeks later, yes, <laughs> we're driving the church van, picking up people, and yes. oh my gosh, what I mean, it, it was those wild. Were some wonderful, wonderful times, you know, picking up Punky from the bus after he cussed you out the night before, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, you know, it was, but but just being involved. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in knowing that, man, I'm doing this for God. Mm-hmm. You know, it, was, it, it meant everything. Even, even with all of the quirks and things, when you understand that my service is not under man. Yes. My service is under the Lord. I remember when we first got saved. I, I feel like it, I was just talking to somebody about this. I just remember us learning a very valuable lesson. I remember uh, we were talking to people and just, you know, being, you know, just sharing with them about doing the church bus and sharing about doing certain things. And, and we were at that place where we didn't like doing the church bus. We didn't like it. We, like I said, we'd just gotten born again. We didn't like doing the church bus. It was just so, it was stinky. And we had to get up to three hours early with our three kids. And our kids were in the bus with us, picking up everybody else. And I remember, do you remember? I remember you said, somebody, you came home one day and you said, you know, somebody said, that maybe it's not my call. And I said, well, what does that mean? You said, well, you know, if it's not your call, then you don't have to do it. You know, I remember yeah. you saying that. And I said, well, I said, why don't you go talk to the pastor and let him know that we don't feel called? Because it was a new word for us. You know, yeah. we don't feel called. You no know, church lingo. Yeah, we don't feel called to do uh, church ministry because apparently if you say that, you don't have to serve in that area anymore. And so I remember you made a, a, an appointment with the pastor and you went to talk to him. And I remember you came back mad. Do you remember what he told you? Oh, man. I, I, well, I was like, I mean, you no. Know, it'd be one thing if you're picking people up and taking them to church. But it was like we had people wanted this to be a, a taxi. We had people that, you know, would call me up the night before, cuss me out, and then say, pick me up tomorrow for church. And, and then I remember even there was, uh, you know, one family where we had to go and, and dress the kids and stuff <laughs> because the parents are too whacked out to take care of their own kids. Uh-huh. And so I went to the pastor, and, and because we had heard people say stuff like, uh, this ain't my calling. Or, or I, I don't feel led. We know burn out. That, that's another one we heard. It always meant that they were quitting. Yes. And yes. So I was like, hey man, this is one thing. I just I don't want to do it. Uh-huh. And we still had a lot of rough edges. Yes. Yes. We're talking, not even a month saved. 
you know, barely a month saved. And I remember just going to the pastor and giving him that spill. I just don't feel like this is what I should be doing and this and that. And, and I don't like it. And, and I remember he just looked at me and said, Josh, he said, when I have to clean the church building myself, he said, I don't like it. <laughs> when I have to mow the lawn, he said, I don't like it. He goes, you're going to keep driving that van. He goes, and you're going to like it. <laughs> and I remember I was so mad. I was like, this man doesn't even, he didn't even hear one word I had to say. But I still kept serving. Well, when you came home, I remember you being so mad about having to serve in this area. And I said, well, what are we going to do? And you said, you know what, babe? He's our pastor, and he needs us to do this. So we're just going to do it, and, and we're going to have a good attitude. And we said, okay. So we continued to do this, the bus. We continued to do the van. And I remember we went from a van that was horrible to a blue bus that had to be pushed oh, to gosh. start. Remember that? Oh, my gosh. And thank God we finally got a driver for the blue bus. And we kept doing it, and then we kept doing it. And, and you know, with that, we learned to have a better attitude about yeah, serving. We, did. we learned to have a better attitude. We learned not only to have a better attitude, but we learned to, to serve the man of God because he asked us to. We learned that. And I remember years later, this is after now you're the youth pastor. Now you're basically um, helping in every department. This yeah. is years later. I remember having a conversation with that pastor, and we asked him, do you remember that you said that to us? He said yes. And you remember what he said to you? That was it was yeah. really good. Uh, I was like, I, I want to know why why you made me keep doing that. And he told me, he said, the Lord told me that if I would have let you quit, he said you would have quit everything else yes. I asked you to uh -huh. do. And you know, and we learned from that. Yes, we did. You know, we we had to learn to be a you know to to offer ourselves completely. Yes. And the more we were involved in ministry, the more we grew. Mm -hmm. The more we served, the the stronger we became. Yes. Uh -huh. And the thing that I recognize, too, is that the more that we did it, the more our lives and our attention became other people-centered. Yes. Yes. We weren't thinking about us so much. We were thinking about how we can be a blessing mm -hmm. to people and to help people. And, you know, I, I think the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 12, mm -hmm. you know, he, he said some things concerning the right attitude, you know, that we should have when it mm -hmm. comes to serving the Lord. you want to read that? Sure, I'll read it in the King James. It's Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Um, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren. By the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And the message translation puts a different spin on it. It says, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing that you can do for him. Amen. You know, the, the only challenge I see with being a living sacrifice where you take your life, every aspect of your life, and you give it to God to where you're saying, Lord, I'm going to put you first. A living sacrifice can always crawl off the altar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you can always choose to serve or you can, you know, have that opportunity to choose not to. But you can't give God glory when you're just serving yourself, your own needs, your own interests. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you can when you're willing to lay your life down and to support another vision or support, you know, what God wants to do to help others. Because in doing so, God will build and bless yes, your yes. life. You know, as uh, as parents, you know, as grandparents now, while we're grandparents Ooh, now, love it. you know, uh, I really feel like our attitude has shaped our kids attitude and our nieces and nephews. And and, you know, and maybe if you you have uh, kids or grandkids, you know, the, the way that you um see serving is the way your kids are going to see serving. It yeah. really is. I remember a couple of years ago, you know, our, our kids and our niece and nephew, um, nieces, nieces and nephew, 
they were always in church. They were always in church. They were always doing everything because they didn't have a choice. We didn't give them a choice of, do you want to serve? It was, you're going to serve in this area. You're going to serve in this area. And then when they became, got older, it was, they get to serve. Man, we get to go. We have to be yeah. there early. And they saw leadership by example in this area. And years later, I remember one of my nephews, he uh, sent a text message and it was, uh, it said something about being voluntold. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, man, we got voluntold our whole lives about ministry. He, and, and so we laughed about it. But when you look back now, all of our, all of our nieces yeah. and nephews and, and daughters and, and son are all in ministry, you know, uh, serving and they're happy about it and they have good attitudes about it because they were voluntold their whole lives. Yeah. Know? There wasn't a volunteer mentality. It's, <laughs> yeah. It was training for reigning. Yes. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing is that, man, we're, we're preparing, you know, ourselves and preparing, you know, our offspring and loved ones, amen, to, to serve the Lord with us because that's what we're here to yeah. do. Yeah. You know, as we become a servant, you know, you realize that your life is no longer yeah. your own. Mm -hmm. And the Apostle Paul in Galatians 2.20, I love this scripture. It just blesses me so much because it really captures just the heart of a servant. He said, I am crucified with Christ. He said, nevertheless, I live. He says, yet not I but Christ that lives in me in the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself mm -hmm. to me. See, God's not asking us to do something that he hasn't already done. Mm -hmm. God loved us so much, John three sixteen, that he gave his only begotten son. And when we love God the way that we should love God, there's no request that the Lord should ever be able to give us to where we tell him no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and the closer you get to God, you'll always be looking away from yourself and looking at the lives of others, how God can use you to help them. Yeah, and I really feel like people should recognize you by how you serve. Yeah, I think that absolutely. people should recognize that there's something different about your attitude, uh, that there's something different about the type of person you are because you're, you can serve. You know, That doesn't mean we allow people to, uh, to use us and make and demean us because we have an attitude of wanting to help and wanting to be involved and wanting to, yeah. to serve others. You know, It means that people should recognize that there is something different about us. You know, yesterday my friend went to, um, went to a funeral, and uh, she got to the funeral, and then after the funeral, they went to the reception afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And her and her mom and her sister, they walked into the kitchen and walked in and walked up to the lady in charge that was there and said, how can we serve? How can we, how can we serve? And she said those exact words. She said, how, how can we serve? What can we do? And the lady turned around and didn't say, oh, could you, you know, do this or do that? She turned around and she looked at her. She said, what church do you go to? And, and my friend just stopped and looked at her. She goes, uh, well, I go to West Coast Believer Center. She said, I could tell you can serve. And she said, you have an attitude to serve. She said, thank you. And then she said, what church do you go to? Her mom. And she told her mom, told her what church. And, you know, there was like three different churches represented there, all coming alongside each other to, to serve this family that wasn't even their family. To serve this family had just lost a loved one. And that just blessed me so much that... She walked in and said, how can we serve? And immediately the lady turned around and said, what church do you go to? That just blessed me to know that, um, you know, our attitude should be that, you know, yeah. our attitude. And it just really blessed me. Well, you know, I mean, because, you know, the people are a reflection of their leader. Yes. Uh -huh. You know, and the Apostle Paul, he said, follow me as I follow Christ. And when you're a, when you're a, a proper leader, when you're a healthy leader, you'll have no problem making that statement. Mm -hmm. Because you know that you're doing everything you can to be a blessing to those people that you're 
that you're calling or asking to come alongside you mm -hmm. so that you can serve more people. Mm -hmm. Amen. It's not that you ever quit serving because now you have help. What yeah. it means is that you can serve more. You That's can right. help more. And you'll never be a good leader mm -hmm. if you ever come to a place where you feel like you don't have to serve. Mm -hmm. And we've seen that happen with yeah. people. You know, to where and what it does is immediately it it shuts down, you know, their ability to go any further because mm -hmm. You know, God won't give you more than what you can handle. That's true. And that's why he sends us people, because God's not going to call you to do something that's going to destroy you. Mm -hmm. And so in those situations, if the leader doesn't realize, I need to keep serving. I yeah. need to keep showing the people that are with me that you never outgrow a servant's heart. Um, in, in doing that, amen, it'll always be in them to want to continue. Yes, I amen. know. I, I We are so blessed. We have so many people that are good leaders and and uh, good examples in our church, you know, and uh, when we go to church, you know, we have people that are there to help us, you know, we have people that want to carry our Bibles or whatever, and it's just such a blessing, but you know, we still do that. Yeah. We, we have friends that are older than us or pastors that are, uh, you know, more seasoned than us when we, they're our colleagues. But I still see you carrying their Bible. I still see you, you know, helping the people that are, are well seasoned, more seasoned than us or older than us or whatever. I see still you doing that because you don't, we, we don't stop. And, and I, I feel like sometimes, like you said, um, you can't be a good leader if you, you quit serving. And people get to that place to, well, oh, well, I have this big ministry or I have these, yeah. I have this, not only this big ministry or I have this many followers or this many, whatever. And all of a sudden that servant's heart takes a, a, a back burner yeah, to, back who seat, the, yeah. to who all of a sudden you've become. But if we forget that that servant's heart, that, that heart to serve others is why God has blessed us and yeah. why God has put us in this position. It's a dangerous thing. It's a real dangerous thing. Yeah. There's a balance, you know, because um, like you said, regardless of what your position is or, or how big your ministry or your influence has become, you don't quit being a servant. That's right. Um, but at the same time, you have to recognize that God brings you help and yeah. you need to let them yes. help. Uh -huh. um, you know, um, our staff, they know if, if we show up at church and if I see trash in the parking lot, I don't care if I'm in a suit, I'll go out there and start picking it up. I'm not going to call them over. Hey, pick that up. Yeah, I'll do it myself. Now, they won't like that, but they like the fact that it's not beneath us. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the house of God. These are the people of God. Yeah. And anything we do, we're doing it to help them. Now, the other side of the coin is that you have some people that love serving so much that they don't want to make room for other people they have the opportunity to serve That's either. That's true. Because I, I think about how many times I, I go into the the kitchen, you know, at different fellowships. You know, you got all, you know, our, our hospitality team is just amazing. And there's so many of them. And, and they do it very well. But, man, I always would find myself going in the kitchen going, hey, what can I do to help? And I remember one time one of the sisters just said, Pastor, I never go up to the pulpit when you're preaching and, and, and interrupt you. She said, this is my ministry. She goes, you do your ministry and I'll do my ministry. <laughs> and I was like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> you know, and I realized God brought her here. Amen. And even though I can do what she's doing, God brought her here so that I don't have to, so that I can focus on other things. Mm -hmm. But God knows that if they ever needed me, we always show up back in there. I try. I yeah. still try, but, you yeah. know, it, yeah, but it doesn't always good. happen like that. We limit other people from doing what God's called them to do. Yeah. We do. We limit other people. That That's really good. Yeah. And I think that God wants you in a place to where when you're serving, there's a joy in it. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. If you're not happy serving in ministry, then you're doing it wrong. Yes. 
because I, I know for us it, it just brings great joy when you when you see how God can take your efforts and how it can affect so many. Mm -hmm. And it's not always things that are seen. You know, there's times where God will put you in situations that you don't expect. I remember Father's Day last year. Um, we were driving home, and we seen some guys scurrying into some, some bushes. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And it uh, just caught our attention, and, man, God said, go back. I went back, couldn't see the guy. He's hiding in the bushes. I turned around, started driving, and I seen him in the rearview mirror. He was out there scurrying again, and and I, I just, God said, go back now. We, we went back over there, and God sent me into those hedges. I'm in a suit, and there's this guy, this homeless teenager. He's just sitting in there. He thought I was going to beat him up. <laughs> And, uh, and and I remember just going in there and God told me, you love on him. Amen. You tell my son that I know exactly where he's at. But, you know, you're in a suit. You're driving past. If you didn't have a servant heart, servant's heart, you would probably try to rationalize why you shouldn't go back there, why you should do this, or why you should let somebody else take care of it. But you know what? Just because you're a pastor, just because you're in a suit, it doesn't mean you stop serving. Amen. Yeah, that's right. And so, it's, I mean, it's a blessing. Those are the things that bring me joy is knowing that, man, God, you love people so much that you'd be willing, Lord, to do that. And to send a pastor, not, not, not because I'm so amazing, but be, our God the Father sent a pastor to this guy to let him know, I know you're behind these bushes. <laughs> I know you feel lonely, but I just wanted you to know that I love you. And you Amen. might not have been able to go to church today, but I brought the church to you. Amen. 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 At having, joy in, at having joy in the journey, you always say that. Having yeah. joy in every area that we do is so important. And um, like you said, you know, if you're, not happy serving, you're doing it wrong. I, you know, I always say, uh, have an attitude adjustment. Just check yourself. You always say, check yourself. Uh, you better check yourself before you, you wreck yourself. You wreck yourself <laughs> or a checkup from the neck up. You know, the neck up really, that's, this is where we have all of our emotions, our thought and everything. And a lot of times our attitude is coming from, you know, why we're tired, what we're feeling, how, what the day was like before or whatever. Yeah. And whatever happened that made us have a bad attitude. And um, just having joy in it, in everything, you yeah. know. And if you don't have joy, say, Lord, what am I doing wrong? Because yeah. there's joy. There really is. Well, that, yeah, and God will give you a love for people. Yes. You know, I heard a, a pastor one time had said this. He said, I love the ministry. He says, I just hate God's people. <laughs> and I'm like, how can, you, how can you love God and hate the people he died for? It's like, man, you know, you need to change yourself. Yes. The problem isn't with the people. People are going to come to you and they need help. And be, servants are the ones that help bring that help. You think about how we got saved, how anybody got saved. God sent a servant. Somebody, yes. Somebody came and they served you the love of God, the word of God. Amen. So it's vital. I, I just want to encourage you guys today. It is so important that you be involved, number one, with the Lord, but you be involved in the work of the Lord. It will help you to grow. It will help you to develop the, the right heart when it comes to dealing with God's people, when it comes to your purpose, because you've been called to do something mm -hmm. for God. Yes. You've been called to serve him. And you want to be able to serve him with excellence. And God will make what you do for him a joy. It doesn't mean that there won't be challenges. It doesn't mean that there won't be times where, you know, you're, you're feeling stretched. And, and this is the thing, too, that I've learned is that when you serve people, you know, you're vulnerable to get yeah. hurt. Be okay with that. I mean, Jesus was crucified by the very people he was trying to help. But on the other side of every crucifixion, there's a resurrection. <laughs> God will cause you to have a better day. Isn't yes, that true? That's so true. And uh, we just pray that, you know, what we've shared with you today, that, man, if you'll just take it to your heart, plug into your local church, amen, go and talk to your pastor, your leaders, and offer yourself, amen. Start somewhere, but start serving, amen, because in doing so, you're going to be able to change not only your life, you're going to help change the lives of many others. 
We're so grateful that you chose to be with us. And uh, we look forward to being with you guys again real soon in the future. If you missed any of our episodes, you can go back and check those out. But we're thankful that you chose to be with us today. 